Recruit Jake and the crew at Edwards and Smith Buyers Agents. Visit edwardsandsmith.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the Southeast with Jake Edwards and Jason Matthews. It's all about health, wealth, and footy. Hello and welcome to it. Uh, Saturday edition, of course, it's good Saturdays in the southeast. Uh, Jake Edwards, Jason Matthews here. Hello to our listeners on SCNQ 693am in Brizzy and also 1620am uh, on the Gold Coast. Jake, it's been a massive week, hasn't it? Been a big week, Jason. Happy to be here. I am too. I've been crooked though all week. I reckon I've watched, terrible. I've watched everything, but I've got some great news. We talk about health, wealth and footy. There's nothing healthier than cooking with barbecues. And I found this new show on Netflix. It is the greatest show ever. Is that the one Dipper is? Dipper in it? No, this is no. an American barbecue show. I'm just looking it up again, but it's, mate, it's unbelievable. It's like MasterChef with barbecues. Very you know, good. You know well, what I mean? Well, like, they, and they travel the, co- the country and just finding the best. No, it's called Barbecue Showdown. Barbecue Showdown. I'll write this down, James. Mate, they cook with smokers and, oh, barbecue. mate, it's... It is. The problem is, though, when you're laying in bed sick, watching that stuff, you're hungry. You can't get up to eat. Yeah, all I want to do now is eat barbecued ribs. You'd have a little bell next to you. A little bell? A little bell, your ring. A bell. A bell. <laughs> I thought you said a bell. I'm going, what? <laughs> no, bell. No, I, um, you know, the missus doesn't like that when I, uh, I actually <laughs> I don't had know to, why. I know, she's sick as well. The whole family's been crooked. Oh, but I actually, I don't use a bell because I think that's, that's sexist. Demeaning. I just ring or send a text <laughs> yeah, on my phone. You know, much more uh, age appropriate. How are you, mate? How's your week been? Yeah, it's been it's been good. It's actually last weekend I was up in Palm Cove, which had a beautiful time up there, Jason. Beautiful. Uh, I'm very light on the wallet, though. Oh yeah. Thirty uh, percent Palm Cove taxes. So you you said this the first thing you said when you walked in. You go, "There's a Palm Cove tax." Is that true? <laughs> it's got to be. I sat there with the missus on the <laughs> Sunday morning and we bought a couple of coffees, avocado on toast, nothing fancy. Well, there you go. $63. 63 bucks for two bits. 63 bucks for two bits of toast with a bit of avocado on it and two well, well, that's plain where you've gone lattes. Wrong, you don't go and get avocado on toast. You young kids nowadays. I thought I was going for the light option, but <laughs> clearly uh, clearly not. But it's been a it's been a good week. Work has been, has been great. Um, yeah, mate, can't complain. Happy. Can't talk about football Thursday night. Jeez, the Swans and... Um, and oh, it's hard to watch, wasn't it, the first oh, quarter? The Swans were horrible. I think it's the first time... The last time the Swans were kept scoreless was against St Kilda. It was about 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's the first time they've been kept scoreless at the SCG. A couple of... The, I was speaking about this the other week uh, with the boys at Cooparoo, and that football ground, Sydney cricket ground, yep. as we call it. I think it's now with the modern-day football, the way it's played, how defensive it is, it's just too easy to defend. It's yeah. small, it's tight. Players like Buddy Franklin, although he's probably lost a couple yards the last 12 months, they, they just don't get in the game. There's yeah, nothing exciting about playing on that football ground. The skills from the Swans was just – and the Saints. This they time were terrible. Year, it's a bit dewy too. Did you notice yeah, that? Yeah, you know, Slipping over everywhere. And that middle Because they've got the cricket ground in the middle. Mm. Yeah, it's – not nice to watch, oh, but the, the kicking, the kicking accuracy from the Swans was a poor. Mm. At one stage, it was thirty percent. They kicked seven points straight. Yeah, at one point. All right, we don't need to go. Uh, never, Brisbane Lions. Uh, of course, the Suns have the the bye this week, and they've come off two great wins in Darwin. Well, you know, is Darwin their new home? You know, should they be moving to Darwin? Well, they're saying the Northern Go- uh, Gold Coast now, aren't they? They're trying to get a name change. 
Oh, right. Is that right? Yeah, well, the Northern Suns. The Northern, Northern Suns. Suns, they're trying to say because of it. Um, <laughs> oh, look, they play those conditions extremely well. Uh, played really good for you. They got challenged against the Crows about halfway through the third quarter there, and I thought it was going to be a, you know, that just Adelaide were going to run over the top. But you know, they the got Suns, challenged by the doggies in the last quarter. They're yeah. up by 20 something points yeah, lot within of, a kick. A lot of good maturity. Um, Lacocious. Blake, geez, he's a good footballer. Well, my, my, Dwayne Zorko's coming on soon. He's been rubbed out this week. Uh, you know, he's now the. He's now the mean man of the AFL, um, but he's our mean man here at SCN. So we're going to have a chat to him. Well, I'll talk to him about the Suns because I think it's fantastic for the AFL yep. in this area. Um, I think it's wonderful. There's kids, more and more kids want to play AFL. And oh, I called it the other week. I think if you drive past a little AFL club here on the Gold Coast on a Tuesday, Thursday night, it's packed. There are cars everywhere. There are kids everywhere. Yep. And I, look, I've only been here a couple of years, Jace, but what was it like five years, six, seven years ago up here? Yeah. I saw the change happen in Sydney when I was in primary school, going way back when the Swans first relocated mm. to to Sydney. And, mate, all of one week we're playing rugby league at high school, and the next week they're putting in AFL goalposts and we're playing Aussie rules. Yeah, they do it well at a junior level, the AFL, the oh, Aussie kick. It's like 40 bucks a year and they get a bag and a football and the kids, yep. they, they love it. They do it really well. And, and again, we've spoken about this on Sports Day. You know, the NRL have got to be careful. They've got to put a team out in Western Brisbane because with the Lions being out there now, mm. they're going to be in schools. You'll see them walking the streets. They, they, and, the, and the AFL has so much patience, so much patience to take over at school. And, yeah, Moola. And the Moola. so much money. But – I think I watched a, an ad the other day, the Melbourne Storm Boys on uh, on Instagram, and they were walking out in their local footy jumpers for training. I feel the boys had Ipswich rugby league jumpers on, so it must be a pretty well-developed rugby area. Oh, it's Heartland. It's, Is it? Yeah. It's Broncos Heartland. Okay. There you go. There. That explains it. Yeah, and the Ipswich Jets are a very successful Q Cup team. Yep. So, yeah, no, it's, it's blue-collar rugby league town. And I think with the Lions going out there, it's a stroke of genius from the AFL and the Brisbane Lions. Yeah. They'll have those kids kicking those footies. Hey, mate, just go off code for a little bit. Uh, I watched the women's state of origin. How good. Uh, oh, fantastic. Jeez, they hit hard. Hey, mate, they, and <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's good about it? Is it's, there's Free-flowing. No, there's no wrestle yeah. like the men have. Oh, it's, it's great to watch. I was it's brutal. in some way far more engaged in that than I was the men's one, but... It was just contest after contest, hit after hit, and more broken lines. Uh, it's just yeah, a great game of football to watch. Well, why don't we get one of the women on leading up to game two? Yeah, let's do it. That'd we should fair. do that. That'd be really good. Yeah, we'll get we'll get one of them on. Um, also today, we'll preview round 11 of the Quaffle. Round 10 didn't exist, let's be honest. And Barry Wilkinson from SW Brokage will give us some general advice around interest rate rises again. How many is that now? 11 in 12 months? 11 in 12 months. And we're expecting potentially another one, maybe two, quarter percent. I feel sorry for people trying to buy their first home. Yep. It's getting harder and harder. Yep. And, and rents are going up. I mean, you were talking to me about that off the air today. And, and rents are going up to cover costs. Um, when does it stop? And, I mean, the Reserve Bank have a wonderful suggestion on how to get – just take up and get another job. <laughs> Try and find – Work a few more hours less. a week and get another job and work just to find yourself in positive growth. Hey, um, if I had my time again, I would have been a golfer, Jase. Oh, yeah. I would have been a golfer. Live and golf. Live golf. <laughs> what, 
What a great stuff up that is. But I always knew Liv would win the battle. They had enough they money. They had they had they got enough money to fight it for seven hundred years. They said endless. So it's going to be interesting how that looks now because is Greg Norman going to be running the game? Have mm-hmm. the like, part of it have, has the PGA said look. Um, yeah, we're happy to do this, but we don't want Greg Norman. I, I, I don't know how it looks. I'm, I'm hearing a couple of stories. I'm hearing that they've merged, and then I'm hearing that they'll only uh, merge, but the live players won't be allowed to just walk back in to whatever tour that is that's created. Then you got old mate Rory. Isn't he the biggest suck-up? Mate, <laughs> he, he put everything on the line, though. Oh, he, I, I'm not I, a fan, but I he put that. everything I'm, on the line. I'm certainly not a fan. Just Oh, yeah. The way he just come out and spoke about it the other day, just treating the live blokes like they, you know, I don't know. I yeah, but they've been. I, I, I guess within the PGA circles, I get the fact that they've been the enemy, mm. and I get that, and the game has been disrupted. And if you go back to rugby league through the Super League years, go back to World Series cricket, cricket yeah, for the better. Yeah, I, I agree, yeah. and and I think I think live golf. Um, is has made golf more open to younger people. And I tell you why I'm a fan of Live Golf, and there's one reason and one reason only, is because they came to Australia. They took the risk. They came to Australia. Their best golfers came as well. And we've been snubbed by the PGA. We haven't had the best golfers in the world come down under to play a golf tournament mm. in a long time. And I, and look and look what look what happened in Adelaide. Yeah, it was a great. That was, that was the best live tournament they've ever had. I I even had my missus on the couch watching it with me. Mate, it was unbelievable. So if anything, it's brought more eyes to the game. But it's going to be really interesting to see how this format develops and creates itself over the next six to twelve months. And well, when's the next major? It's coming uh, up. Yeah, is there that is US? Ah, uh, no, or British. Main... I think British Open comes British? up or the Open. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens there. But the other thing, well, it won't, no, it won't be anything oh, this right. year. Well, they, they can play anyway. That's right. The live blokes can play, can't they? They can, yeah. but it's going to – I reckon we can get to a point, and there's a lot to work out, but I reckon we'll get to a point where the players can choose which tournament they want to play. Yeah, okay. Each, you know, you have you have your secondary ones that don't get played. Maybe live should have their tournament where, where players don't – the major players don't play those. Yep. But, you know, give each other clean space and maybe there's a live tournament one weekend and a PGA tournament and you can play in each. So do, do you think they go away completely from what they've brought to the game of golf and how they've basically made it more of an event-based, team-based sport now? Because I don't, that's the only part of it I don't like. You don't like that? I don't I'm, like the team. They must have been making some money out of it. but Yeah, I don't know. I like the shotgun start. Mm. I think it's great. They're all on the course at the same time. Yep. And I like the fact that everybody makes the cut. Yeah, I be, like that as I'd well. I'm interested to see how far Liv bend over and say, "Well, we're sorry, the PGA bend over and say, well, we'll take your money, but we're not willing to do this, this, or this.'" I wonder how much uh, Liv Golf will say, "It's our money." Yeah, we'll do what Just we do want. It. That's, Ex- right. That, that's what I mean. That's so right. We'll go our own way again. Yeah, back we go. Uh, it's interesting times in the world of sport. Uh, also, oh, we talked about Barry joining us. Let's get to a break. This is Saturdays in the southeast on SENQ six ninety three AM in Brizzy, uh, sixteen twenty on the Goldie, and of course on the SEN app. Back in a moment with Dane Zorko, the suspended Brisbane line, joining us next. Recruit Jake and the crew at Edwards and Smith Buyers Agents. Visit edwardsandsmith.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the Southeast. It's all about health, wealth, and footy. NAB AFL Kick is back. 
register at play.afl slash auskick. This is Saturdays in the Southeast on SEN. Yeah, it certainly is. SENQ, 6.93am and also 16.20am on the Gold Coast, of course, Brisbane Lions are in action today against Hawthorne. That's at the G. That's the G. One forty. Uh, one bloke who won't be there. He's the bad boy of the Brisbane Lions. Um, copped a week uh, for well, eye gouging. Oh, look, all jokes aside, <laughs> Dane Zorko, welcome to Saturdays in the Southeast. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. <laughs> now, listen, you are unlucky, don't you think? You think so, Jake? Don't oh, you? he's very stiff. Yeah, very unlucky, mate. Very, very unlucky. Now, I'm unlucky too because I've got this horrible oh, cough. yeah. <laughs> is, is, is there much you can, is there much you can uh, say about it, mate, or not really? It's done now. You cop it on the chin, you move on, but you'd still be pretty pretty flat. From what I saw, it was not much in it. Yeah, obviously disappointed. Uh, yeah, pretty gutted, especially when our, um, our hearing probably didn't go the way we were thought it would so um yeah i guess from my standing point if you're if you're going to put your your fingers or your hands or whatever you want to do anywhere near the player's face um there's probably going to be some scrutiny that comes with it and um unfortunately for me i've learnt my lesson and um yeah get ready to um hopefully get me spot back and, and take on the swans next week yeah dirty about that as a Swan supporter, I am absolutely filthy. I reckon you should have got two weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah, I reckon there's, there's a few people calling for more as well, Jace. Don't worry about that. But, uh, yeah, look, happy to just get the one. Happy to get the one in the end, and um, yeah, can uh, have a really good weekend off and, and prepare really well for the second half of the season um, starting next week for me. So you had you had last week off, mate, at the bye. Uh, what'd you get up to? Anything exciting? Uh, not a hell of a lot. We had Lockie Neal's 30th, so that was a good night. And then, um, you know, with a couple of rugrats around home, it's uh, it's always nice to get away. But this time we just we just stayed around Brisbane and, um, you know, did some housey things, mowed the lawn and uh, swam in the pool. It was a bit cold, but um, it was still nice weather up in Queensland, um, as those who live here know. Um, so we, uh, yeah, just had a, a chill weekend at home and I've got to do it again this week as well. There was a photo getting around Instagram, mate. I think it was um, oh, a couple of boys. I think Zach Bailey was one of them. Uh, might have been Fullerton. They were dressed up the same at a pub. You, you didn't get along to the to the pub at all, or is that an old photo? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. That was uh, that was uh, the next day. I think the few of them kicked on from Lockie's birthday, so <laughs> um, a few of them headed out to the to the races in Brisbane and. Uh, you know, it's hard with hard with a couple of kids, Jakey. It's uh, to get to get a, a pass twice on the weekend. Very, <laughs> very unlikely, I would have thought. Now, mate, are you uh, looking after eleven month old this weekend? Is that part of the punishment at home as well as the punishment handed down by the <laughs> AFL Tribunal? <laughs> yeah, and she's crawling all over me at the moment. Uh, look, the kids are doing a wonderful thing at the moment and occupying her. But uh, yeah, no, nah, look, I. Um, yeah, obviously, like I said, I'm, I'm disappointed that I'm not out there this weekend, but to spend quality time with the kids on a weekend is something that we don't really get to do in season. So um, I've got to look at the positives as well. And um, having this little rug rat come on over me all weekend will be fun. Mate, there are worse they things. <laughs> yeah, well, mate, there are worse things in life than having uh, your kids crawl all over you. Uh, the Hawks today, uh, the Lions taking on at the MCG. Not the greatest of records at the MCG, but should be able to take care of the Hawks, right? 
Oh, interesting matchup for us. I mean, Hawthorne have beaten us the last three times we played them. Before that, we won the previous three. The way they finished off their second half last week against Port Adelaide was, you know, really impressive. They play a really daring, bold sort of brand of football, and um, they really like to take it on from their back line. They'll hand pass a lot. Um, and then look for their best option inside 50. So they're going to pose their threats to us, no doubt about that. But we know we're confident with whatever game plan, you know, uh, we decide on going with that it's hopefully going to get the job done. And fundamentally around our pressure, if if we can bring that, um, we know it will certainly hopefully cause some headaches to the opposition and then converse to be able to put on a score down the other end. So um, no doubt it's it's an interesting game for us. Um, there's a little bit of history between the two clubs. I think we went through it the other day. There's about 16 players and um, staff members over the last 10 years that have been at Brisbane and Hawthorne. So there's a little bit of a rivalry there. So hopefully we can uh, get the uh, the win for, for all of them today. So last weekend, Zorks, mate, I was up at Palm Cove at a wedding and I was sitting at the tavern watching uh, Port Adelaide and uh, Hawthorne. And at halftime, Port Adelaide are about 100 points up. And I'm sitting there going... It's going to be a tough day for the Hawks boys in the second half. But they did, you're right, they did reply uh, pretty well. But you guys are obviously coming off a bye and they're not. And I think they've got a little bit to uh, to answer for from, from last weekend. How do you feel, mate, as a player coming off a bye into a into a game and a team not coming off a bye? Do you prefer one or the other or take it as it is? Oh, it's always nice having that freshen up, to be honest with you, Jake. It really is. It's... Um... You know, just to, to put footy on the back burner just for a weekend and sort of refresh, rejuvenate, and then, you know, kick off a Monday with, you know, what are, what are our goals going forward? I think that's always nice. It's a nice little resetter. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, you'd like to think the guys that haven't had their break yet are probably hanging out for it. So they pose interesting um, little challenges for us. But, yeah, I think coming off the break and travelling, you're probably a little bit fresher than if you, if you weren't, if that makes sense. If you had to go... Uh, and play last weekend and then travel again, um, you know, it, you're probably your energy levels are at low. But I think, you know, we'll get our second win some, somewhere in the in the second quarter once the uh, those initial uh, first 15 minutes and the, and the big blowout happens. And then hopefully we can settle into our game style and, um, you know, get the game on our terms. Hey, Zox, I just want you to take off your Brisbane Lions cap just for a moment. How well is AFL footy going in southeast Queensland at the moment? You guys, you know, up up near the top of the ladder, and the Suns, who've always been the poor cousin of AFL in the southeast. They had they haven't had the success on the field that the Lions have had, and maybe it's taken longer than expected. And they're still working towards that, but they've won their last two games in Darwin. They're just sitting outside the top eight. This has got to be fantastic for the sport of AFL right now in southeast Queensland. Oh, Jace, absolutely. I mean, it's the numbers and the participation levels across Queensland in a whole with AFL, both men and women's football, it's unbelievable. The game is growing at an absolute rate of knots up here and um, you know, a lot of that's had to do with the success that we've been able to have over the last five or six years, but now the Suns are coming through and their last two games, to knock off some Bulldogs who were sitting fourth and then Adelaide who beat us the week before and convincingly do it. Um, they're playing some superb football. I know it took us, you know, right until the last 15 minutes of the game, only three weeks ago, to get over the top of them. They're playing a really exciting brand of football. Um, there's a lot of belief and trust in that group and you're starting to see, you know, guys like Jack Lacocious, uh, Noah Anson, player, Matt Rowe, really hey. believe that they belong at the top level. He's uh, he's dominating yeah, the last absolutely. three weeks. He's absolutely. a bloody good footballer. 
Yeah, so those guys are now believing that they can do it at the top level and uh, they feel a lot more comfortable and with that comes a hell of a lot of confidence and, and the team's thriving off that. So uh, yeah, they're only going to get better as the season goes on and um, there's going to be a force to be reckoned with in the next few years. I've got no doubt about that. All right, mate, enough woody talk. Let's talk about the NBA finals. How good are Denver going? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. look, it's always interesting when you come up against Jimmy Butler, what's going to happen? But um, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, they are absolutely putting oh. on a clinic at the moment. So I think this series might be wrapped up pretty quickly. Jokic is playing like he's a six-foot-two guard. He's the flexibility. He runs down the court when he doesn't have the ball like he's got, he needs a hip replacement. But, mate, some of those moves he was pulling off yeah. in game three, he looks like a guard. Oh, he just sees things differently, doesn't he? I mean, his ability to assist where, you know, you don't think the ball could possibly get to. And I think as the Heat, they probably don't expect the ball to get to certain players, but he finds a way. And his players on his team just know that they're probably going to receive the ball, so they're always ready. So, uh, yeah, he's, you know, he they're going to go on and win it, I believe, and he'll be the MVP, no doubt about it. And, to be honest, he probably should have been the MVP of the whole um, competition, but that's a different argument, Jace. Yeah, I, uh, game four will be in Denver on Monday night. They currently lead uh, 2-1. I, I've never really had an NBA team, Zorks and Jake, but I can't believe that I haven't followed a team that is named after my favourite food group. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> what have I been doing? Yeah, well, get on them now. It's not too late. <laughs> Rightio, mate. Listen, we're going to let you go. Uh, I, I don't know if you know this, Jake, but Zorks, he's, he's our US sporting nerd. He just He's across everything when it comes to US sports. Um, have you got an opinion on the Live Golf and the uh, PGA coming together, Zorks? Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm not as um, disappointed as what you know most of those PGA players are. I think you always want to see the best talent playing against each other, and um, I hope that Liv can actually rub a little bit off onto the PGA and make those tournaments. You know, you see it over in Phoenix with the waste um, management open there, just how fun and exciting it can be for the golfers. So Liv's like that all the time. So why not in, yeah. try and do it as many weekends as you possibly can as a whole collective? And, um, you know, I hope they, uh, I know Rory, Rory's got his, obviously his own opinions and the hierarchy of the PGA are, in, in terms of the players are, are pretty disappointed, but hopefully they can all come together and there's a really good agreement and, and golf can move forward and they can all join in, in the, on their money. Oh, mate, I'm with you on that. I just feel sorry. I think it's the Japanese player. Is it Matsuyama? Or, or, offered 300 million. Offered 300 million yeah. from Live Golf and he stayed loyal. <laughs> like, uh, that, I really feel sorry for those golfers in the PGA. I, I'm a Live guy. I love the whole format. Um, but I feel sorry for those PGA guys who stayed loyal and knocked back the cash. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I think Hideki Matsuyama flies a budget airline everywhere he goes as well. So with that sort of money, he probably could have bought the airline. Yeah. Um, a, few, a few tweets were saying. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely with you on that. I think, um, yeah, it's disappointing for those players that missed out now that they're obviously coming together. But uh, I guess that was the risk that players had to take. And some chose to stick loyal and it's probably bitten them in the butt a little bit. But, um, yeah, I hope for the game of golf they all come together and, um, you know, we see the best fighting off uh, once again you know, tournaments every weekend. It's probably a bit like yourself, mate. You would have knocked back some big contracts over the years, wouldn't you, to stay loyal to the Lions? Oh, absolutely. 
<laughs> Absolutely not, believe it or not. Uh, yeah, who would have thought? Eh? All right, Zorks, we'll let you go, mates. Uh, let's do one thing that comes out of this whole Live Golf and PGA merge. I hope we still get a tournament in Australia because the PGA has ignored us with the top golfers in the world and uh, certainly Liv saw the love that Australia has for international golf. Yep, too right. Couldn't agree more. All right, Zorks, uh, mates, I want to wish you luck against the Swans, but I don't. You know I'm torn on this. Thanks for your time on Saturdays in the Southeast, mate. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, boys. Enjoy. There you go, Zorks, on Saturday in the Southeast. We better get into our local footy, the Quaffle. Um, I don't think we really need to have a chat about uh, Labrador. Slipped down the ladder to the ninth last week. Jeez. Got pumped by the Sharkies, mate. That, mate, that's a massive defeat. Mm, it is a massive defeat. But I let a team kick 23 goals against you. All right, mate. Stuff happens. <laughs> uh, listen, today in footy, Palm Beach will host Noosa, darling, at Veracity Oval. Bounce down at 1 o'clock. That's an earlier game. Yep. Um, what else is happening? Third place, Wilston Grange will play ladder leaders, Asper, in what will be... A great contest, no doubt. It'll be an all right one, that first one, mate. That uh, Noosa and PB one. Look, PB should get the job done, but, you know, PB got beaten last week against Aspley, who were flying, but only scored five goals. And Noosa had a quiet win the other week, and they did get beaten by uh, Mount Cravat. But I don't know, mate. It'll be closer than you think. They have a uh, Noosa to have a, a fruit salad. Uh, at halftime, not oranges. They have a, a fruit salad with some uh, goat's milk yogurt, I believe. I've been given the inside word in their change rooms. And, of course, they don't have a beer afterwards. It's champagne French. Someone shafted you from Noosa, haven't they? Completely... Not a big fan. No. Not a fan of white shoes. Uh, Morningside will take on Redland Victoria Point. Brody at home against Sherwood um, as well. Service come up against Mount Gravatt. And the door, Maroochydore, will host Labrador at Domino's Park. It's a park named after pizza. That would be your second uh, favourite home, mate, doesn't it? Domino's Absolutely. Park. I want to live there. The Pizza King yourself. I want to be there. All games, 2 o'clock, except for the Palm Beach game. I've got to go to break. I'm losing my voice. <laughs> All this talk about pizza. Season 2023 Regos are open for NAB AFL, Kick and Club Football. Sign up at play.afl forward slash Kick. This is Saturdays in the Southeast. Recruit Jake and the crew at Edwards and Smith Buyers Agents. Visit edwardsandsmith.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the Southeast. It's all about health, wealth, and footy. Let SW Brokerage help you meet your financial goals. This is Saturdays in the Southeast on SEN. And from SW Brokerage, uh, Barry Wilkinson joining us on Saturdays in the Southeast. Bazza, how are you, mates? I'm good, thanks very much. I'm good, thanks. I uh, hope you're feeling a bit better. Yeah, mate, I'm going all right. But listen, let's, before we talk about interest rates, that's not the big story of the week. Apparently, there's something else we need to get out of the way, Jake. He's been recovering all week. Jace, he's a, he's a mad Celtic fan, is Baz, and he's lost his... Um, oh, no. He's, what do you call him? His shrine, his emperor. Leader. His leader. <laughs> his Anne Postacoglu. Mate, how have you been going this week? Are you feeling any better now it's Friday, or he's still on the rocks? Well, the Greek god, I call him the Greek god before he left. I don't know what I'd call him now. I don't think it's right to say it online. But uh, no, in all honesty, very happy for him. I was devastated through the week, obviously, with the news from Ange and then the RBA even made it even worse. So as a born Scotsman, avid Celtic fan, I'm sad to see him go. He left us in a good state, but I absolutely wish him nothing but luck because um, I've, I've met him once or twice. He's an absolute legend. 
How do you reckon it will go as a uh, as Spurs coach? That's a good question, Jace. I think uh, his recruitment will be really, really important this summer. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised. He's a born winner, uh, so it's going to be tough. I mean, I think he'll he'll learn pretty quick. I wouldn't. He'll be slow out the gates, I reckon. But um, he's he's pretty pretty smart, old Ange. So he'll come strong. I think. They haven't won a trophy since 2008, so um, I'd be really surprised if Ange doesn't win them something in the next three years. Just give them a bit of time. And unfortunately, the EPL doesn't allow that, but I think uh, I no. think Ange will get that. I tell you what, this could be um, this could be great for Spurs in Australia too. How many like me? I I, I mean, I kind of support Manchester United, but I don't. How many uh, floating football fans in Australia might go? Oh, I'm going to start. I'm going to jump on Spurs. I'm going to go and get the kits and start following them, particularly yeah, kids. A lot. a lot because they can associate with Ange, you know, immigrant. Yeah. It's just, a, you know, like he used to do coaching in local parks as he first started. So I think a lot of people have the same values as Ange. So I think that the um, – I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing a few more Tottenham jerseys, but some are coming across here ironically in July. So I'd be really surprised if they don't get a big crowd to that. Barry – why do interest rates need to increase, mate? Why have we found ourselves the 11th, I think it is now, in 12 months? 12. 12. 12, in 12 it's 12, worse, right. Jeez. 12 in 13 months or whatever it is, mate. But why? Why, why, why do we need to do it? Well, mate, rate rises, are, it's an refle- a reflection on the economic conditions, like central banks rise, uh, rise in lower rates to stimulate the economy and the, the economic growth to manage inflation. So if the inflation's high, they raise the rates uh, to try and control it. If it's lower, uh, then they lower rates to encourage consumers to spend and borrow money. You know, the inflation rate, if it's higher than the cash rate, Jake, it's really alarming for the RBA. So that's why they're trying to bring it back as quickly as possible. So. For your listeners out there, if the inflation rate is higher than the cash rate, that always spells a bit of danger. Right. Let me throw this. At, is this is this old school thinking, Barry, or are there other ways that we can slow down inflation? And I'll throw one out there. Could we look at maybe uh, lifting the GST to twelve and a half percent? That would slow down people spending, right? And it's a and it's a fair system because everybody pays. Well, it is. Um, you, you know, you, you'd have to do that over a period of time, Jace. I, I, you know, it's funny you say that. That's been on the topic of conversations for a lot of, uh, you know, economists and a lot of accountants. So, yes, I think that that certainly would. But, you know, 40% of the population in Australia have a mortgage. So there's 60% of people still spending money at an alarming rate. Like, the biggest problem is the supply chain, Jace. Um, that's the biggest problem that we've got. It's not just um, us all spending money, but it's the supply problem that we have as well. So, look, increase of the GST would be would be one. Um, it certainly would change things a lot, that's for sure. What, what about credit cards? Like, could we increase well, the rates on that? Well, they're already 20%. What, what do you mean? Well, I'm assuming people are just using that to spend. Is that, is that get thrown well, into the pie? Oh, there's a lot of credit cards, but then you've also got uh, other banks that probably couldn't compete with other lenders and, and financial institutions. So not everyone's got a credit card, but there's a lot of credit card debt out there. Um, there'd be billions of dollars of credit card debt. So no, mate, it probably it really does come back to Cash. 
spending, you know. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Well, so I'll go back to then a fairer system. And you just said 40% of Australians have a mortgage, but the other 60% can go out and spend as much as they, they like. How is that a fair system? I, I think the whole interest rate thing is archaic. Mate, it is 100%. You know, like over the last 12 increases, they, it was like, I know in theory that the, the RBA guys come out and said, look, we did it incrementally. Look, they should have just ripped the Band-Aid off and gone 0.75. Historically, they did that, Jace. Mm. Historically, they've gone 0.50 instead of going quarter. So, look, but then, you know, the 60%, what do you do for the people that are renting? You know, so that puts pressure on them. Rate, uh, rent goes up, so it pushes rent up. So um, I think statistically at the moment, a lot of the people that don't have mortgages, which are a little bit older, you know, the, the 55, 60, 65 mark, they're, they're the ones that are spending a lot of money without, without mortgages. So that's the stat that I saw the other day. Talk to us about this mortgage cliff, Barry, that's about to happen. Um, where are a lot of people yeah, this at? One, this one here. Yeah, this one, this one, Jake, is quite scary. I mean, between July and, and December this year, there's over $100 billion worth of fixed rates expiring just from CBA and Westpac alone. Um, this is on top of a rate rise, you know, over the last probably, uh, you know, that we've had over the last year or so. It was two years, basically. So that's really, really scary, Jake. Um, you know, people are, people's mortgage repayments will skyrocket. That's incredible. When's that happening? July. Well, between July and December, Jay, yeah, that there's a that's a hundred billion dollars worth of of fixed rates expiring. I Just saw, the CBA and Westpac alone. Yeah, well, I yeah, wow. I saw something on the news the other night, and and I don't know how families are affording to do this, but if you have an average mortgage of seven hundred and fifty thousand, you are now paying another seventeen hundred dollars a month. How the hell? are families in Brisbane and and on the Gold Coast affording this? Oh, look, God, there's many, that, that, that question, it's, you know, like a, I could answer that quite, uh, quite with about 100 reasons, Jace, but basically, you know, obviously they're scrimping. Um, people are really watching what their discretionary and non-discretionary uh, payments are going out. People are watching their wallets. But again, Jace, go back to what we were saying just before. 40% of the population with people that was mortgages, we've all reined back our spending. Mm. We've already done it. It's unfortunate that we're having to pay the consequence for that archaic way of having what we've had over the last, you know, for the, for the past in terms of the RBA. Something needs to change and it needs to change quick. And you're right, the GST would do that. But we're dealing with a young girl, single mother at the moment. Um, she's on a fixed rate, two and a half percent goes to six percent. Um, you can imagine her mortgage repayment will shoot up by an extra two thousand one hundred. What does she do? Yeah, I know. Well, what she does, and there's a couple of things that I've got for your listeners uh, later on. We have a chat with some suggestions. What oh, do, do it now, mate. Do it now. Oh, do, do it now. Tell us my, now. My suggestion would be for something like that. You know, you really need to go back to your broker, particularly speak to SW Brokerage, preferably. But if you've got a mortgage <laughs> broker or you've, you've, you've never dealt with anyone, is that the broker themselves can renegotiate your terms. So for this young individual, what we did was she, we re, re, uh, renegotiated her terms with the bank. So we put it back over a 30-year term. 
she was on a uh, she was on say 27 years remaining on on her mortgage. We pushed her back to 30 years um, purely for that cash flow, you know, to try and help for that two and a half. So we minimised it. We actually, what we did, we got a bit of a cash surplus. So we we went through our cash, uh, our cost of living every month. We went through what her mortgage repayments are going to be every month. And we made her a bit of a cash surplus of 800 bucks per month. So a lot of people don't know that. But Jace, my, my, my suggestion would be, you know, your cost of living budgets are like the foundations of a house. You have to go through one. Mm. Um, sim- simplify simplify things with what you've got. Maybe you know three or four accounts to so you can see things coming out. Um, you know, like I, I'd honestly look at you know grocery, doing meals, uh, meal planning, yep. um, and renegotiate. Jake, uh, Jake, you mentioned before, if you have got a credit card, mate, get rid of the credit card if you can. Look at debt consolidation, putting it all into one debt, whether that's a car loan, home loan. Um, you really need to speak to. I can't. I'm pretty passionate about this stuff. You know, a five-minute, ten-minute call could save someone all the anxiety with the deaths that we're having associated to, you know, the, with with this country with the inflation. Um, you know, it's actually quite alarming to be completely mm. honest with you. I know that the Suicide Prevention Australia over the last year have surveyed up to 40 percent of Australians report cost of living and their personal debts are causing them elevated distress and compared to this time last year. Yeah, increase. So yeah. reach out to yeah, reach out to a professional. Honestly, um, it is my recommendation, and do it. You know, five minutes, ten minutes. Uh, it, it could save it could save your life. It could save your family. It can save your house, and it could just give you that little bit more of control in terms of what you're doing with your money. All right, Barry, we've got to go, mate. Some great advice there. It's general advice, so if you want to seek some advice for for your own individual circumstances, reach out to your financial advisor or grow your wealth with trusted financial specialists from SW Brokerage. That's the SWB way. Some great advice, mate. We've got to let you go. Thanks for joining us on Saturdays in the Southeast. Thanks, boys. I'll leave you with this last quote. A budget is telling your money where to go instead of where you where it went. Recruit Jake and the crew at Edwards and Smith Buyers Agents. Visit edwardsandsmith.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the Southeast. It's all about health, wealth, and footy. Yes, hello, welcome back to it. Uh, we're about to go, uh, but before we go, we've got to talk to Jake about what, what he's doing <laughs> this weekend. Mate, uh, please tell me you're not going to Coolie Rock. Yes, I'm going Sunday. I'll be there. How old are you? Um, are you in your 80s? Well, have you seen. I'm a big advocate for old cars, mate. I love them. I uh, do uh, you? I've got my eye on a, an old Mustang. So I'm gonna get Will you see me Mustangs look. there? Like, yeah, heaps. Yeah? Yeah, heaps of old ones. I was there last year and I fell in love with a couple. And yeah, mate, one day I will That side, I get it. Yeah. That side, I do. Well, any, got any bell skirts or whatever you, you wear? Are you dressing up nah, in the 50s? Not at all. No, nah, not at all. None of that. No, just getting along looking at the cars. That's all we're doing. Will you be uh, singing some Elvis? Uh, I, I do love Elvis. Are you serious? Absolutely love Elvis. You don't? You do? Oh, not really. Oh. That, I watched that Baz Luhrmann movie. movie. Yeah, a friend of mine, kid was in that. Oh, he was he? the young boy, Elvis. Yeah. Chayden. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. My oh, girls yeah. went to school with him. But anyway, we digress. But um, yeah, right. That's going to be interesting. Coolie rocks. Yeah, I look forward to it. There's a couple, I said, a couple of cars I keep an eye I've been keeping my eye on the price range. And like, I wish I had bought a 66 Mustang, mate, about two years ago. They were going for about 30000 35000 now you can't get one under 70, 65. It's yeah, nice. It's a joke. 
I'm heading out to the Burley Bears this afternoon. Matt Rogers and I will be on air from midday for NRL Crunch Time, live from Burley Bears. Uh, thanks to our great mates at Maccas. I might even get my face painted. Oh, what are you going to go with? Oh, just a smile. Just a smile. <laughs> a lot of people have suggested <laughs> I just a get smile. a smile. I think it's a bit rude, don't you? <laughs> Uh, Judo Australian National Championships are running all weekend at the Gold Coast Leisure Centre in Narang. Actually, my daughter's got a dance concert at the same place uh, in Narang uh, tomorrow. So, no, today. So I'll be heading out there as well to take her to that. I've also got a 50. I've so much going on this weekend. The Kings are playing today. He's heading up the highway again. Yes. Kings there, the football Are you back? You back in? Yeah, back in. You got selected? We didn't play last week. It's a walk-up, mate. Straight in. You were hanging out in Palm Cove last week. Yeah. And you forgot your socks. <laughs> the photo. So look out for this photo of Jake. They're loafers. Of what? Loafers. What is it's it? all right. What is it, Brett? They were too old. What is it? Here I am. <laughs> hey, uh, and also good luck to the Lions uh, taking on the Hawks at the MCG this afternoon. And just selfishly, I want to wish the Rabbitohs all the best against the Dragons this afternoon. Plenty of sport on. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. This has been Saturdays. In the southeast with Jakey Edwards and Jason Matthews. We'll be back next week here on SEN 1620 Gold Coast and SEAQ 693 AM in Brisbane.